Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the episode. So thank you for listening to the Q&A episodes, if you have listened to those, and thank you for being patient while we figure out why, for some reason, there is a huge echo when we do the audio recording. So if you've submitted an audio question, thank you so much. We've received a bunch of them so far, and I'm really excited to share them. We're just going to wait until we can figure out how to upload them correctly to the podcast. We will figure that out. And for now, I'm going to read you the questions. But last week, we left off on the question of, we have 17 whisks. How do I convince my husband, who thinks that they are all necessary, to let go of any, just some of the whisks? So this is a funny question because it's, it is a real situation. Literally, Danielle had 17 whisks in her house. And her story is really interesting because her husband initially was not on board and I started helping her back in 2019, I think, 2019, telling her, lead by example, don't declutter his stuff. You can still declutter community area things like 17 whisks, right? So my advice to her was just get rid of, I don't remember exactly what I told her, but I know it would be something along the lines that I tell everybody when this question comes up in its own form. And that is, don't get rid of every single thing and don't go super extreme, but if you have 17 whisks, you can definitely cut it down to half the amount and still have enough. Eight whisks is still enough. Even just getting rid of seven whisks and only having 10 is still enough. Realistically, nothing bad is gonna happen. And unless, your hus- unless you told your husband that you had 17 and now you only have 10, he's not gonna notice, right? A lot of this stuff I think sometimes comes down to us just needing some encouragement, some validation, a little nudge in the right, right direction to make the decisions that we know we need to make, right? Like reducing the amount of whisks you have. You don't need 17 whisks. Even if you were a professional chef, even if you invited all of your friends over, the chances of you needing 17 whisks all at once and not having them is there's nothing there that's going to happen. And I love this example because it's dramatic and extreme, but we can apply this same idea to the other stuff in our homes. So when it comes to my kids have three pair of snow gear and I have five kids. So that comes down to 15 pair of snow gear. What if you just reduce it down to two, all of a sudden you only have 10 outfits to, to manage versus 15. Cause that's a lot. And that, not everybody's going to be comfortable with that, but that's just an example. But maybe if you have five bins of Legos, maybe reduce it down to just two bins of Legos or three bins of Legos. You're still going to have enough. And that kind of goes along with what we're going to answer today in the listener Q&A. But overall, you don't have to be extreme with your decluttering. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. 
and you don't have to – your decluttering when it comes to your partner, if they're not on the same page as you, is going to come down to negotiating, compromising, making executive decisions on things that don't necessarily impact them but impact you and the household at large and setting really clear boundaries, right? For example, if he wanted to keep all of the whisks, she could say, great, we're going to keep four in the kitchen. You can keep the rest of these in storage somewhere where I'm the one who's doing the dishes the majority of the day because I'm the one here at home with the kids cooking and using the kitchen utensils. This extra work of having 17 whisks plus everything else to manage is falling on me. If you want to keep them, you keep them in storage over here and we'll keep the everyday ones here. So that's just an example. Every single different scenario or situation can happen. If you have one, go ahead and submit it. And I would love to walk you through the process of how to figure this out in your own home. So that was last week's questions. Let's tie or let's jump into this week's question, which is from this question is from Michonne. They're a family of six. They're dealing with a small space. And this is what she says. I feel like my twin's room is always cluttered. I can't find peace with space, toys, clothes, and organizing has failed me mainly because space is the biggest downfall. The rooms in my house are very small and we're a family of six. We all try to work with the space we have, but we can never seem to break free. We, we try to use what we have to organize. I've tried so many ways to save space, but I have to store bedding, seasonal clothing, and we don't have separate a separate playroom. My kids are rapidly growing us out of our home. Really my main concern and beyond help cry is my twin girl's room. I need ideas for dresser space, closet storage, and bedding storage. They have a bunk bed and they need double bedding. They love their stuffed animals and I have them hanging over the ceiling net. I use their space under their bed for seasonal clothes. Shoes are stored behind the entrance door. I only have room for one dress dresser and one toy shelf. They have a doll, dress up plastic bin, and a bookshelf that also has art coloring books and an art box. I've condensed their toys, but it remains a complete mess. They are seven years old. Any suggestions are helpful. First thing I want to say here is if you have a question like this, the motherhood simplified Facebook group is a great space to ask this question. You will get really good advice in there. And the great thing about the Facebook group is that you can submit photos because when we're talking through questions like this, it can be difficult to conceptualize. Like what is the space that you actually have? Or can we see how much stuff they actually have? Because when she writes this out, it sounds like there's not too much and it sounds like everything has a place, but she's still saying that it doesn't fit and she's overwhelmed. Utilize the motherhood simplified group. If you haven't yet to ask your questions, you'll get great feedback. You can also post anonymously. So your name doesn't show up, which means that you can also submit photos anonymously if that's your jam. Okay. So what I notice first in this question is that she talks a lot about working with the space that she has, organizing and condensing, but I don't hear any talk about actually decluttering. So decluttering means to actually get rid of the stuff from your home for good. It's decluttering it, getting it out of your possession. It is no longer yours, which means you don't have to worry about storing it, condensing it or organizing it. And so that would be my big, my, my first suggestion to you is that you probably don't realize how much you actually have. And this is especially essential in a small home, but it's even more essential in a small home when your kids are getting bigger, because we have big kids. We have kids ranging from four all the way up to 18. And so 
trust me when I say I get it that big kids do take up more space, but they also want more space for privacy and, and to just retreat into their own layers or whatever you call it. So I would wonder if, Michonne, have you decluttered? Have you let things go? Have you intentionally taken stock and taken inventory of what you have as well as how much you actually have? And when it comes to small spaces, we've lived in small homes. We've lived in an RV, right? We lived in an RV when we had to have winter gear for our kids. We had a huge giant dog. So I understand and it wasn't one of those RVs that are like huge and have all these magical storage things. It was just like a very regular <laughs> tiny RV, <laughs> nothing special. And so I learned very firsthand of like, when, if you don't, if you don't have the space, there really is no solution other than being very intentional about what you have and reducing what you have. So it might be that you're used to having all of this stuff and you're maybe nervous or hesitant to get rid of some of it. Maybe you're hesitant to get rid of some of your shoes, some of the seasonal clothes, some of the bedding, some of the toys. But when it comes to small spaces, that's key. That is the secret. That is really the only way to make this work. Unless you want to go buy a bigger house. And I'm happy and excited to be answering this question because Danielle, who we opened this episode with, she, when we first started talking about decluttering, she was convinced that she needed a bigger house. She needed a bigger house. She didn't have enough room for all. They didn't have enough room for the people. They didn't have enough room for the stuff. And she decluttered and started doing things like getting rid of the excess in the kitchen cabinets, in the hallway closets, under the beds, you know, in the bedroom closets. She was getting rid of all of that stuff and realized they did not need a bigger house. They had a good for them house. They just needed to get rid of all of the excess that was inside of it. Based on how this question was asked and not being a lot of mention about decluttering and letting go of things and really being meticulous about looking at what you have and how much you have, because a lot of times we don't even realize it, how much we have. That would be my guess is that you've got to take a big focus on decluttering, decluttering, um, and then being really mindful about what you're bringing in. Cause it doesn't do you any good to just let things go and then bring just as much back in. Right. And the other thing that I want to touch on is that a lot of times people just don't have a clear point of reference of how much space they actually need. For example, you say, I only have room for one dresser and one toy shelf as if one dresser and one toy shelf is not enough. And that can absolutely be enough. If you reduce the amount of stuff that you are putting in the dresser and the amount of stuff that you're putting on the toy shelf, it, that, that would be my suggestion for this. There is one exercise that I teach inside of decluttering simplified that you can check the description if you are interested in joining that. But one of the exercises that we used to do, and it, this doesn't work for everybody, it overwhelms some people. And for some people, it gives them a whole lot of clarity that gets them moving into the action. And that is writing down all of the stuff that you have in a room. For example, there was one time a mom did this exercise in her, I believe she did it in her kitchen and in her living room. And she literally wrote down everything that she had in there and seeing it on paper blew her mind. And I remember her sending me the list and being like, oh my God, like a week ago when I looked at this room, I looked at all of this stuff and was like, I need it all. I need this and I need this and I need this. And I wrote it down and I realized I have like duplicates of so many things. I have so many things that are broken. I have so many things that are trash, 
So like I said, for some people, that's going to be motivating and give you a lot of clarity. For other people, that's going to totally overwhelm you and shut you down. But if you haven't done something like that before, I would encourage you to at least try it. Even if you don't finish the full inventory, you can get far enough along and be like, okay, yeah, like this is too much. This is way too much stuff. (laughs) And a lot of it can go. Just do as much as you need to get yourself that motivation to start letting things go because usually that is the problem. If you can't keep things organized, if your kids can't keep their stuff cleaned up, if it's chronically messy, if it's chronically chaotic, then it's almost always a clear indication that you have too much stuff and you're living outside of your clutter threshold and you've got to get rid of some things. Now for this question, I did not ask for listener feedback just because the feedback was really hard to give when people couldn't see photos of the space. Like I said, if you are interested in asking questions like this or answering questions like this for other moms, join us inside of the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group. I know you will have a really good time just getting inspired, asking questions, maybe even helping other people because we have a really good mix of new to decluttering moms, but also what we call alumni moms who have graduated from decluttering and moved on with their lives, but they still stick around to help everybody else get to where they are, which I think is really cool. So that is our listener question for this week. Let's wrap it up with our final question that I will answer for you next week. And it is a fun one. Okay. So this is a fun question. And she says, Hey, Krista, a few years ago, I remember you saying that you kept up on dishes by doing just one load of dishes each night and then unloading in the morning. I have tried doing this to no avail. Is this still what you do? And if so, how? It doesn't work for me and I can't seem to figure it out. So I will answer this question in full on next on the next episode. I would say next week, but it might be sooner, might be later. I am not giving myself strict deadlines with this podcast anymore because they stress me out. And I like doing them when I'm inspired. But the short answer is no, I don't do it that way anymore. I did it that way during a very specific season of my life. And if you have tried doing that and it hasn't worked for you, I'm sure that nothing is wrong with you. It's just not the right system for you. So we'll talk about that next week. What I did back then, why I did it that way, what I do now, why I do it this way, and walk you through some ways that you can create little systems and habits and routines around your everyday life as well that actually work for you and support you. So make sure to tune into the next episode. Can't wait to see you there. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. 
So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.